and welcome to Something Unoriginal. On today's episode, we're joined by Preston Stark, an outdoorsman. We talk about motorcycles, what to do well in Virginia, and how to spend your winter. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, follow, and rate the show. It helps us grow and keeps the episodes coming. Also, follow us on Instagram at Something Unoriginal Podcast so you never miss updates on the show. Thank you. Preston Stark. How are you doing? Homies from childhood. Homies from childhood. I'm so happy you're here right now. Dude, me too. I'm stoked to be here. We're in the same third grade class. Second grade, bro. Second grade class. Second grade. Something like that. We did have third grade together, though. We did have third grade together. That's for sure. With your uncle, Mr. Pratt. Yeah, Mr. Pratt. The Mr. Pratt. The Mr. Pratt. You're Mr. Pratt now, too. I am now Mr. Pratt. You've been Mr. Pratt, but yeah. Exactly. I've always been, yeah. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes. Real big shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, he actually wasn't that big of a man, but... He really wasn't. He's like 5'6", uh, probably. Oh, yeah, he's so small. He's a tiny man. <laughs> yeah, I think I, uh, like, was taller than him in sixth grade. Wouldn't have been a hard thing to but do. he's a homie. Yeah. Well, Preston Stark, mm-hmm. here you are mm. on the show, finally. Uh, I like to start these out with the Tell Me This Now. We mm-hmm. started on episode 10. You are episode 11, so you're oh, the second time doing yeah. a Tell Me This. Okay. Um, essentially what it is, my buddy Raul at work, he'll come up to me, give me two options, no context just have to tell tell what i think about it okay so um i don't know if you've played any mystical like video games recently but a lot of times you play with stat trees and stuff would you rather have max wisdom or max persuasion take your time and this is in the sense of i'm playing a game or no like in real life okay in real life like i could max out your stat for either one of them um i think i would go for max wisdom Okay. Because Max Persuasion seems aggressive. It is a little bit aggressive. And uh, Max Wisdom seems a little bit more noble. I'm with that. But um, honestly, if I wasn't, you know, if I was telling the truth, I think Max Persuasion does have its, <laughs> does have its like, uh, benefits to it. Yeah. Not not in the way of, like, um, taking advantage of, but, like, Max Persuasion also means, like, Max, like, you can basically almost be telepathic, like, people can completely understand what you're trying to convey to them information wise. Totally. Which is, uh, it's actually, that'd be a really cool power. So it's like, I honestly think there's a lot of bonus to that. Yeah. Honestly. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, I know it is. That's crazy. Yeah. I never thought about that. I, I wonder if, uh, someone on this planet has maxed out their, their persuasion and, and wisdom bars, you know, like you- there's no more XP to gain. There's no just, like Socrates and keep leveling like, up. Oh, shit, there's no more. They hit the ceiling. Do you think that's who would be with Max Wisdom? Uh, He's probably pretty maybe up there. Jesus. I don't know. Jesus was definitely. He was born with Max Wisdom. <laughs> no, dude, he it. had Max Persuasion. He definitely had both. He just <laughs> he, had maxed out oh, stats yeah. all around. Oh yeah, dude, he, he maxed out. No, I don't know. I think. I mean, yeah, I definitely think some of those Greek philosophers were pretty up there on the wisdom side because, I mean, you just read their shit from four thousand years ago and it. It hits truer today than it did back then. So that's true. Still applies. Still applies. And yeah. like on the head too. Yeah, it's quite a bit stuff. later. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think for me it was more like I was trying to think of my own baseline. I keep all of my baseline stats currently where I'm at. Uh huh. I think I'm a semi wise guy. Right? Oh yeah. I'm gonna go with persuasion. Mm. I feel like most of my problems have to deal with financial problems, <laughs> and uh, persuasion fixes pretty much all of those. Yeah, no, it would. You'd be a really good businessman if you had max persuasion. You would. Plus, I think you can kind of turn it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you don't turn it have to be a dick all the time. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean you're a dick if you can persuade. That's true. I just mean like manipulating people in bad ways a lot of times. Would yeah. Be, yeah. No, that yeah. would not be chill. Yeah. So I feel like you could turn it off. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, what would you do? Like, let's just say all of a sudden tomorrow you did have max persuasion. Oh, first thing. And I you would... were like, okay, I'm going to get my financial needs like met. What's the first thing you're going to go do to go get those needs met? Um, that's a good question. I would start door-to-door sales. Okay. Doing 100%. What, Best? Doesn't, probably solar. Solar? Like, just okay. the high profit margins right away. Okay. You know, you're getting that, getting that shit installed lickety split. Yeah, dude. So well, you're all, you're familiar with the industry, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I know the product. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the it. product. Less it's also, I mean, it. not the worst thing to sell as far as like persuading people go green. I would feel good about getting yeah. solar on people's homes. Well, the cool thing is, if you could be max persuasion, you could persuade people to do like the good, you know. Because there's two parts of solar. We both know this. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's solar where you become, you know, you're on the grid still. You're just paying for your energy in a different way, or you could get those people off the grid. 
That's get true. Them batteries, get them. That's probably more beneficial yeah, to the person that be, too. That would be pretty cool. I mean, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, you wouldn't feel as that bad about, you know, getting people independent energy and power. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of people would be more happy about it too, especially mm-hmm. if you're providing them like a mm-hmm. good service. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's interesting stuff, man. Yeah, dude, it really is. Yeah. It is. You used to be an installer yourself. How, uh, I did. How does it feel getting out of the game? Dude, getting out of the game, um, it feels all right. I mean, it's been a it's been a it's while. It's been a minute. It's been like two or three years now. Yeah, you've been gone for a hot minute. Yeah, so like right around when um, COVID happened, that's when, um, like right around the same time, Utah changed their laws on on their um, like with Rocky Mountain Power, like the energy company. Yeah, they changed their their um, law, so there wasn't there wasn't a lot of incentives back then to be getting solar. They've changed it back now, but back then it was really dead. Like, uh, the company I was working for almost like went under, they had, they got bought out by, uh, like a bigger sister company or brother yeah. company. Um, we still serve them. Yeah. Tefra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not Traverse anymore. It's Tefra not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They're still, they're doing good now though. They have multiple teams yeah. in Utah, right? Yeah. yeah. I think they got three, three teams, three or yeah. four teams. I heard that, um, solar installer is one of the top, um, growing fields like growing jobs in america right now really installing solar yeah it's like one of the top 10 or something like that do you want to try and get into that like managing teams more so um, kind of doing your own thing there? no i don't think i want to do solar anymore oh. just because that, that that i mean you don't really i don't know i don't really feel whole like i think doing the installs is fine but sometimes you know sales the customers, guys and stuff I just felt like they were taken advantage of a little bit. Yeah. And I was in there like putting the nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, you were the... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, well, here's your solar. Yeah. You know, putting it up there, all my dudes. Uh, I, I had fun doing it because I got to work with my friends. Got to work with you. Good times. And I got to work with uh, Logan and, and Cole and Dryden and and my boss, even Steve. The, uh, Steve? Owner, Steve Slimboski, Dryden's oh. uncle. Yeah, he's super cool. He owned it? He owned um, Traverse. I did not know that. Yeah, he owned Traverse. Him and Bryce, they co-owned it. How did Bryce and and Slem meet? Bryce and Slem met in high school. They grew up together in St. George. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they grew up together in St. George, and they've been friends for a long time. And then they actually had another partner who was like an electrician, but they bought him out early on. Oh, Uh, interesting. And then when that COVID thing happened, um, Steve's older brother, Jared... Um, Slamboski owned Tefra, then that's where they were getting all their solar leads from. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, and Tefra bought Traverse. So then they just got the oh. installs in house. And then now and now Steve and Bryce, they just managed the install part of that company. And now they've grown I think they have like two teams in Colorado, four teams in Utah, one team in like Florida or something. I don't know. They're that's all interesting. Over the place now. Yeah, they're they're doing good. I didn't know they were doing so much. Yeah, no, they're doing great. Friggin', I do stuff with them all day. Yeah, they're killing with it. With my current job, and I had no idea. Yeah. I knew they were doing more business, which is good. But Yeah. Yeah, no, they're doing more business all around. I think they're just, they're doing better. That's awesome. Yeah. I good think for they, them. I think their sales took off in Utah. And I think that might be because they changed the laws. The laws, like the laws in Utah for Rocky Mountain Power and just like the way that you get your energy back from the grid is mm-hmm. like the, basically what makes or breaks sales of solar. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, if there was no... If there was no uh, grid or or Rocky Mountain Power, I think the solar sales would be flying out the door. Oh, for sure. Especially, I mean, like back in the day, the government wouldn't even give you like tax write-offs. And, and they still kind of do, but I don't mm-hmm. think even as good as they used to be. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Plus, net metering has kind of just been slowly diminishing as time mm-hmm. goes on. Though, have you heard what they're doing in California now? No. I heard that they, they started some new bill where all new construction has to have like a certain amount of solar. Yeah. Something like that. Every new house that's built is like that. But they just passed another law. I don't know exactly when it goes into action or whatever, but um, apparently now you can't, like, you can't buy back power. Like, they're getting rid of net metering, or it's so, like... It's so bad. It's so bad. You just... It's not even worth getting solar without a battery. Yeah. And then, obviously, getting a battery is so much more expensive that it doesn't make any sense for a lot of people. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, for... Just so we're on the same page, net metering is like when you produce, let's just say a kilowatt hour, um, you give that to the grid um, during the sunny months of the year. And then during the winter months of the year, when you're not producing as much solar, 
you pull back from the grid and usually you do, I mean, in the beginning is like a tit for tat. So you give them one kilowatt hour and the one time you get one back, then it turned, you give them one, they give you 90% of one back. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, 80%, 70%, 50%. Now it's basically it's zero. It's almost nothing. Yeah. So thank you for explaining that, by the yeah. way, I totally, I got caught up in the moment there. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people, they just don't know. So yeah, like totally for the listeners that, yeah, no, it's a crazy thing because it used to be like a very, you know, a very awesome thing. But now it's like, why don't they still do that if we're trying to go green? Yeah, for sure. It's crazy because it would make more sense just to keep on this, you know, keep helping everyone out. Yeah, I feel like it would uh, strengthen the grid a little bit more, you know what I mean? So I got a, got a couple things. Let's go. I want to talk to you about. Uh-huh. I'm glad we talked about solar. We touched on that because mm-hmm. I, uh, I was a little curious. But um, yeah, dude, solar. You just got a new bike today. Yeah. You bought a new dirt bike. I did. Where'd you find it? And what uh, what's the... What's the plan with this thing? Dude, I got a couple plans with it. All right. But um I found it on the um on the internet. Okay. On as K- you do. Yeah, as you do. On KSL Classifieds in Utah. Just pretty much our Craigslist here. Yeah, which is like Craigslist here. Yeah. Um it's pretty awesome. But I it's a Kawasaki KLX really? one ten L. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> so it's basically it's just a Kawasaki one ten. It's kind of like the i would say for a um for like the age that they made that bike for it's probably from like eight years old to 14 years old okay kind of that window depending on size and and skill yeah but um oh like that age of person yeah that age of person age is bike okay yeah no it is for children (laughs) 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 no they're for they're built for children and um but (laughs) but they're pretty they're pretty fucking fun dude they're really yeah. cool yeah so the one that i got is a little different than like the standard one so the standard ones they don't have any um they don't have a clutch okay. they have three gears um it's basically one up to uh or you know first gears up on a shifter second gears up again third gear um the one that i got um has a little bit more travel in the suspension so it's a little bit taller okay and then it has uh it has a clutch and it's got four years instead of three so oh, it's a little interesting. bit it's a little bit bigger um the reason i bought it is uh why not my yeah. i got a lot of buddies who who have them um and now there's i think there's eight of us now that have them oh, and yeah. uh yeah we're just gonna go rally them this summer we're excited but there's a couple other reasons i i have always wanted to teach people how to ride motorcycles i think mm-hmm. um like I used to go on a lot of motorcycle trips, um, been to like Canada, Mexico, all on yeah. a motorcycle. But, um, well, I knew you had a Husqvarna for a while. Yeah. Do you still have that Husqvarna? No, I haven't had the Husky since before my mission. Since before. No I, way. Yeah. I didn't know it's been that long. Yeah. It's been a long time. I haven't had a Husky since Not a touch, um, man. 2016, 2015. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Um, miss those bikes though. Those bikes are awesome. Those are nice bikes. Yeah. They were, they were freaking insane. But uh, I just like teach people how to ride, like my little sister, Liberty. Um, yeah. I want to teach her how to ride. I want to take it on camping trips where, like, I can just throw it in the back of my truck and I can pull it out and let people go sure. dink around on it. Like, small not, enough to travel with. Yeah, small enough to travel with, small enough to, like, no one's going to hurt themselves if they get on it. Um, and it's really easy to teach people. And I want to teach people. Like, that's the reason I got the one with the clutch, mm-hmm. so we can teach people how to, like, ride you know, bigger bikes and kind of hopefully go on from that small bike to a bigger so bike. So you bought this less for you and more for it. Yeah. I bought friends. it for other people. Yeah. That is so. Yeah. I mm. really didn't buy it for, I mean a little bit for myself, but I mean, it'd be fun to take on dates, like teach people how to ride, go camping yeah. with it. Just kind of like, just have like a little bike, you know, I they hold it. their value insanely well too. So really, I bought this one. Yeah. It's 2020. Okay. Um, I bought for two grand. So, That's it. Yeah. Two grand. Oh like barely been ridden. Um, Ooh, that's so, nice. Yeah. Are you going to take me? Cause I've never been on a dirt bike. Dude, I'll teach you. Yeah. Let's do it. That's why I bought it. Let's go. That's why I've asked. Yeah, you can use it whenever you want, dude. Yeah. I can, we'll, we can go out camping. We can get Meg on it get you on it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll teach you how to ride, dude. It's so fun. I'm so I want, inexperienced. I want all my buddies be... to bite the bug and get the, get the little itch for riding motorcycles. We can go get little bikes and go out, go camping and stuff. Oh yeah, man. Mm-hmm. No, that will be nice. I've always wanted to learn. I've always wanted to dabble in that world. I've just mm-hmm. never, you know. Never had the chance. Dude, it's Never so had the fun. opportunity. So well, here's your chance and opportunity. It may get me to buy a bike. You should get one. I yeah. I kind of have always dreamed of it, but yeah. again, I've just never. I've never done it, so I've always been like, eh, it doesn't Dude. make any sense for me. Yeah, I got the perfect bike for you to learn. I'll teach you. Right. 
we can go out to the to the desert and you can kind of just like go off and go do whatever you want to do Thank you, you crash it doesn't matter because it's dude it's literally like so small There's i got no you way you're gonna crash it. you stand up and you're you know your ass is gonna be seven inches from the bottom of the seat oh so yeah like, you know it'll be easy that's nice dude that's way nice mm-hmm. i'm yeah. so stoked for you when I moved to Virginia, I didn't. I uh, sold all my motorcycles. I had three motorcycles, and I sold them all. All of them? Did you sell the Aprilia too? Yeah, I did. No Super way. sad about it. Yeah, so you I loved s- that bike. I loved it. Yeah, dude. So I thought those, I'd never sell it, and I sold it. For the, <laughs> <laughs> so, for those that don't know what an Aprilia is or what I'm even talking about, will you explain? Because I didn't even know it existed until yeah. you bought it, and you were like, "Yeah, this Aprilia. Is it's a manufacturer. They make motorcycles. They're out of Italy. They." Um, they've been making motorcycles for a long time. Kind of like a, it, I would say it's comparable to Ducati. If you know what Ducati is, probably a little bit more rare. It's a um, more household name for sure. Yeah. It's a more household name, but Aprilia is, they've been in MotoGP for a long time. They won a lot of races. Um, but I had the Aprilia Tuono, which, um, it's an 1100. I had the V4, um, factory edition. So. It was it had like all the upgrades on it with suspension and stuff. It actually was really cool. It had like all these um, computer systems in it, so we could like tell you. You could like record a lap, and it would tell you like how far you leaned over no and what your grace lean over. Like would record your lap times. It would like drop a pin on like where you started the lap and where you ended the lap, and then it also would sync up to your phone, and you could like get all these other like no way. Shit on it. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. I mean, I never fucking used that stuff. Well, yeah. Never went to the track on it. Just to go up the canyon. That's so. But um, nuts, it was awesome. It was eleven hundred, and uh, that bike was amazing. I, I miss it. <clears throat> I'll probably get another one. Not gonna lie. But for sure. Yeah, it was a good bike. I had that bike, and I had a KTM one, uh, uh, ten ninety. Okay. And then I had a uh, KTM four fifty. Okay. And that's the one I crashed at the soft flats. And then that oh, KTM, yeah. the other KTM is the one I've taken to like Mexico, Canada. California, Washington, Oregon, like all over the just West cross coast. country, literally bike all over. Yeah, like every state in the West Coast. How many times have you crashed? Mm. Like serious times, or yeah, like where you laid down a bike. Um, dude, probably like more than fifty times. I don't know. Really? Yeah, yeah, like more than fifty times in my, in my whole life. But I started yeah. riding motorcycles when I was five years old, so. Mind you, though, you, I mean, you never laid down the Aprilia. Like, there's bikes you've no, never, yeah. there's bikes you're I've never careful crashed. with. Yeah. yeah, there's bikes I've never crashed. Um, I crashed my 1090, my my big adventure bike, mm-hmm. um, on a dirt road going up to, like, Silver Lake up American Fork Canyon. Okay. Just on that road, I crashed one time, just kind of threw it down the road. Uh, on the dirt or the pavement? It was on dirt. So, I so actually, it was up, like, almost to Silver Lake. Yeah, I was okay. almost to Silver Lake, just down a corner. I just blew out the back and... Um, and then that KTM 450, I crashed at the soft flats. That was pretty bad. Yeah. That was the one. And, uh, Do you still have scarring from that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I have tons of scarring from it. I actually had to go to the doctor the other day to go like check out my scarring. Really? Yeah. Well, I was just wondering if I, yeah, just some of it was looking kind of gnarly and I was just wanting to make sure everything was regular. <laughs> totally. So I had to like pull down my pants in front of this hot doctor <laughs> and her, and her nurse assistant was like also kind of hot. Oh, and I was man. like, yeah, dude, my ass is like looking kind of gnarly. And I'd like pull down my pants yeah. and like inspecting my butt. It's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, dude. But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, crash. I mean, I actually haven't, I've never broken a bone for crashing. Mostly just like, you know, road rash stuff. I probably wouldn't have any, um, issues from that one crash at the soft flats if I had been, um, wearing the proper gear. But, um, yeah, dude. Motorcycles aren't that scary, honestly. Like, I mean, I do know people who, um, I think it's what it has to do with, like, if you crash a lot, it's it's like lack of experience and a little bit of throttle control. So, a lot of the yeah. dudes I see crash is just, like, they're just going too fast, like, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, if you can control your throttle and keep your speeds down and just, like, do the basics, not be crazy, then you probably won't have, have that bad a time. But... As soon as you get that need for speed and you think you can go a thousand miles an hour all the time, then you eat shit and die, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> so once you build up that confidence yeah, that you bro. lose your mm-hmm. lose your cautiousness. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's why I bought the 110. And that's why you bought the Can't 110. Can't go fast on the 110. Yeah, what's top speed on that thing? 40. Okay, yeah, that'll... <laughs> Maybe 50 if you're in full tuck. And you're <laughs> full, tuck. <laughs> full tuck and going downhill with wind. 
<laughs> with the wind with the wind on your back. back yeah dude that's so funny maybe get 50 i don't know we'll see i haven't i haven't pushed the capability she's got fourth gear so i mean you've owned it for an hour so i've owned it for an hour i've ridden <laughs> it um for less than a minute yeah yeah so we'll see and it was freezing cold and dark so yeah not the best time it wasn't pushing the her capabilities we'll we'll figure it out though yeah we'll push it to your limits fastest purchase i've ever made <laughs> i showed up and i was like I'll buy it. I literally, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to buy it. They're so awesome. I love motorcycles, but yeah. Yeah, you've always been a huge motorcycle fan. Yeah, dude, I've always had one. You oh. always go through these, like, stages yeah. of, like, getting really into riding sports, for example. Yeah. And then normally you'll give up on a few of them, but yeah. you've you've stayed strong with this one. Oh, yeah. Longboarding, I, you went for a couple years there. Oh, or? yeah, dude, I was so into longboarding. I mean, longboarding's still fun, but a little bit risky. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, motorcycles, I'll probably be doing that till I die. I die. Heck yeah. Godspeed, knock on wood. That's that's like built into the Stark family, though. Your dad's been riding motorcycles for. Yeah. No, he's been riding bikes. Years. No, he actually started riding when, after he had me. So. Really? He started riding bikes when he was, uh, when he was 45, I think. No way. Yeah. He uh, went to a, he was helping his, but he had a truck. And his buddy asked if he could use his truck to go drop off his motorcycle at the dealer yeah. to get work done on it. And when he was there, my dad was drove him there, and, and it was like helping him unload the bike out of the truck. And one of the sales dudes came up and was asking my dad what bike he had. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, oh, I don't ride motorcycles. Like, uh, I'm in the cars and stuff. He had like a Porsche or something back then. And he's like, oh, really? You got a Porsche, but you've never ridden motorcycles? And he's like, dude, Porsches are for pussies. Like, those bikes aren't, he's like, those bikes aren't, or he's like, those cars aren't even that fast. Dude, eat, like, eat a dig. Like, dude, yeah. my car's so fast. He thought he was so fast. And uh, the guy at the dealership was like, well, how about you just go ride my, um, go ride this bike and, and tell me if it's faster than your Porsche. And he gave him his helmet. He gave him, like, the, the dealer, the, the sales dude gave my dad his helmet. And I was like, dude, go take my bike out. You can go ride it. And it was a 19 or, like, early 2000 Triumph Speed Triple. Colby's like, bike. Yeah. Col- that's the reason Colby got that bike. Was because of your dad. Because, yeah. Well, because I, my dad was, that was, like, my dad's favorite bike. And yeah. I was like, dude, this is a good bike and they're cheap. Yeah. But. Anyway, so, yeah. My, yeah, my dad Speed took triple. that bike around the block um and then turned it around and then put it in the back of his truck and bought it <laughs> the same bike same bike he's like all right i'm buying it like literally he was like this is the craziest <laughs> shit ever and then after that he got heavily addicted to them and yeah. at one point he had uh i'm gonna drop some motorcycle names so it might go crazy You're an good. mv agusta f4 okay. the aprilia rsv4 the ducati 1098 Okay. Um, a Yamaha R1 and then that Triumph Speed Triple. And then I think he had like another bike, like a touring bike yeah. all at the same time. <laughs> My mom was so fucking pissed. She just like did not talk to him for like months. <laughs> and then she was like, when are you going to stop buying all those bikes? And he was like, well, if you just like, you know, chill, maybe I'll sell a few. <laughs> and then she kind of chilled out and he sold like two of them, but he still had like four. <laughs> but like all those bikes were like the top bikes at the time. They were oh, like, yeah. they were, dude, they were like fine art, those Italian bikes that were coming out back then. And he'd kind of been, he'd like go through bikes all the time. He'd buy and sell them. But yeah, and then I got into it when I was really young. I think the reason I got into it when I was younger, because like when he was starting out riding, I was like five years old. Yeah. So, like, for Christmas, he got me, like, a Honda 50 on my fifth birthday. Or my oh, fifth dang. Christmas. And it was, like, underneath the tree, and I lost my shit. I was like, hell yeah. I was, like, freaking out. <laughs> and then, since then, I've just always been into him. Dang, that's cool, man. Definitely came from my dad, though. He's a baller. Yeah, dude. Kev's the man. He is the man. He's he's cool. I like Kev a lot. He's a good he's dude. A good guy. For anybody that doesn't know Kevin Stark, get to know Kevin Stark. Yeah, you gotta get to know him going to be pretty hard to get to know Kevin Stark. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. He's old, yeah. He's 66 now. Well, he's a busy man, too. He stays on top of it. Yeah. Oh, he, he's he's doing good. Dope, mm-hmm. man. Thanks for telling me more about bikes. Yeah, I was dude, really like, anytime. I wanted to know more. Yeah, dude, no. I, I love, I can go off on bikes, like, literally. Whenever you want to talk bikes, I'm down. I wish I knew more about bikes. Well, uh, like, what do you want to know about them? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, one, I, I have, like, a very base knowledge, right? Yeah. I know what MotoGP is. Mm-hmm. I know the difference between like because you like a Formula One, fun. huh? I love Formula One, dude. Dude, if you like Formula One, I think you love MotoGP. Like just clips I've seen of MotoGP, yeah. I'm really into it. Or Isle of Man, 
Do you know the Isle of Man races? You showed me the sidecar racing in high school, Bro. and I want to go more than anything. Dude, that is we like should one go of the number England one events and, I want to see. Yeah, we should go to England and go to an Isle of Man race. They're like the craziest. If ladies and gentlemen, if you're at home after this podcast, literally right just now. go look up. What was that? I said, or right now, just pause. I mean, it yeah, you yet. could pause this video and just go look it up right now, but. Um, the Isle of Man TT races in, um, it's in England. It's like an Island that's off the coast of England near Manchester. And it's, it's probably going to be the craziest form of racing you've ever seen. Like people going, um, quite literally like 185 miles an hour <laughs> on a back road on an Island yeah. and the whole racetrack is the Island. The whole Island shuts down for the day. The whole town just closes down the roads and watch the races and every single year, someone dies like it's yeah. guaranteed they're going so fast and yeah it's wild but guy martin he's been out there for i don't even know like 20 years he's Goodness. just been killing it he's got these lamb chops he's so <laughs> cool <laughs> he's such a beast yeah dude but yeah dude like valentine ross i mean you know lewis hamilton like all these guys of course like the big names you get to know a little bit about their character and stuff mm-hmm. dude the mo gp is the same thing but these guys like will crash into each other and just start beating the fucking shit out of each other after a crash <laughs> or they'll like purposely kick each other while they're riding yeah and these guys these guys are going like 150 miles an hour into a corner and then they'll purposely kick someone in the face that is so awesome <laughs> yeah, or they put like curses on each other because they're all like they're all gypsies <laughs> no i'm not even kidding <laughs> it's That's crazy so funny. yeah no it's wild i could yeah. just imagine like I don't know, Fernand, the equivalent of like yeah, Fernando yeah. Alonso, yeah. like throwing a curse on Lando Norris and just oh. being like, yeah, you're, you're screwed now yeah, for the rest of the race. Oh yeah. No, they don't give a shit. That's so funny, man. Mm-hmm. Have you dabbled in formula one at all? Dabbled in it. Like gotten into it. Yeah. Uh, dude, I haven't honestly come by for like the Miami GP. We're going to get it. I would together. love to. I would actually, I want to go to a formula one race. Come to come with us to Austin or Mexico City this year. We haven't decided which one we're going to go to, but yeah, either one I'd be interested in learning more about and maybe potentially going because they're they're coming to Las Vegas here soon, right? They are tickets they are. are like sold out. Tickets are seventeen hundred dollars currently. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what what A plus garage door is paying you, but apparently it's way better than anything I've no, getting. No, dude, I just uh, that's crazy. Seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's expensive. For a one-time race. And that's probably like the um, average seating or average That is the cheapest ticket, ticket you can get right now. Yeah. The cheapest ticket, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the day the day that tickets were released from Formula One, because they're sold out on Formula's, Formula One website. Yeah. Formula, oh, my gosh. F1's website. Yeah. So all the tickets that you have to buy now are all like the Ticketmaster kind of like second-party yeah, 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 ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which isn't lame. Either by scalpers or whatever. Hate those guys. On the day that tickets went live on F1, they were like $2,700 was the only ones I could find. What? All the other cheaper tickets were sold out, and I'm pretty sure they were still like 1500 bucks a piece. Weren't some people just not getting tickets and getting balcony rooms? Near There's a little bit of that, but those rooms are like three grand. No, yeah. yeah. They weren't, though. I don't know exactly. Um, I've like heard when of they people... Had changed and stuff. Dude, I think you know Skylar Tolly. Yeah, yeah. I, I swear, Skylar. I think he was talking to me about something like that. Like his buddy's got... His buddy got some balcony room a long long time ago and they just knew that formula one was going to happen because they kind of had some insider trading and now they're just like got this sick spot for so cheap i'm so jealous dude it'd be so sick well i mean we could just plan it for next year or something get let's a, do it get a balcony let's split do it. It. i mean how like if it is three grand split it between how many dudes that's true it depends on the room you're five getting, dudes you do, yeah it's like dude five okay i'll spend that's way cheaper 300 bucks <laughs> easy yeah for sure that's actually really pretty good. I'm not very good. I don't know how much that would be. Vegas, though, so Vegas will be interesting because it is a street track. Yeah. Compared to like, obviously, Austin, Texas is yeah. going to be like 550, but it's a track track. Yeah. It's a at the track. Circuit of the Americas. So. Yeah. That's where MotoGP is, too. That's at Coda? Circuit. Yeah. Have you been? No, I want to go. But the, because MotoGP comes, I think, it's like the same, same time they're doing South by Southwest. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to go interesting yeah super. explain what south by southwest is it's, it's a like a motorcycle big, show what motorcycle show no it's a, it's like a big um they do music they do um oh. like film festivals they do what music festivals they do like art festivals and stuff it's just out in texas and i think people from all over and i could be i dude i don't even know that much about it but i i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it, it kind of happens in in texas or not, near austin near austin that would around make the sense. same time as when they do um 
the MotoGP races. I mean, maybe that was just a one-time, one-year thing, but I heard it's, it happens almost every year. I would not know. What am I thinking? I'm thinking of Sturges. That's Sturges. What I'm of. That's, uh, yeah, that's another motorcycle thing. Have you been to Sturges? No, I haven't. Do you ever want to go, or is it kind of more of like an oldie It's kind of more like a Harley mm. Harley thing, and I've never had a Harley. And I'm not You're not it. a Harley guy. I've never... I mean, I th- I now I kind of want to get one, mm-hmm. but no, nah, dude, I was never really into them. Well, you like sportier bikes too. Yeah, like, I like uh, I like bikes that have a really specific use case. For so sure. adventure bikes, um, I like the touring side of that. Sport bikes because they're fast as shit. For real. Um, and then uh, and then like dirt bikes and stuff. Yeah. And even like this bike, like this bike has a better use case for me than like this bike I just bought. Yeah, this Kawasaki 110 has a better use case for me than uh, Harley does. Like, really? Yeah. What am I gonna do with Harley? Like, yeah, that's true. Cruise, <laughs> go up the canyon and cruise. Drive places that are less comfortable than other bikes you could own. Yeah, well, it's like if I want to go, like, I don't know. I'm not trying to go up the canyon and cruise. You know, that's true. You don't want to cruise. You, you're, you like bombing hills though. Yeah, you like. Well, is it? Hey, you've been to Pikes Peak, right? You've raced. I have Pikes been to Peak. Pikes Peak. Um. I actually bought my my Aprilia in Colorado and drove it over Pikes Peak. Didn't drive it, but it was in the back of the truck. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I took my Aprilia up Pikes Peak. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember you've told me that's, like, one of your dreams is yeah, to, like, dude. race down Pikes Peak. Race up or down it, yeah. Well. And I probably will. It's one of my – me and Drake actually both have that goal of, like, going to Pikes Peak and, and hitting that. Would you mm-hmm. – one of my favorite um, motorcycle – racers he raced for ducati and he would always do the pikes peak um he'd always do the pikes peak time trials on the on ducati's newest hill climb bikes and um he actually used to ride a uh, like a 1250s um multistrada which is like the first ducati i ever rode my dad had one Mm -hmm. i rode it when i was 16 in la and it was like the craziest bike i've ever ridden so much power and that was really good for those hill climbs. But his name is Carlin Dunn. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the most legendary motorcycle riders, in my opinion. And um, Ducati just barely announced a new bike called the Ducati Street Fighter V4. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be their new, like, kind of clap back to the Aprilia Tuono. That bike had, like, 40 more horsepower than any other bike in its class. Jeez. And this dude, like, was ripping ass up this <laughs> fucking mountain, dude. And he fell off the edge and died oh my gosh yeah such a bummer but he was like on pace to beat every motorcycle record on that mountain and unfortunately he died sometimes 40 horsepower is just over the edge you know what i mean yeah dude i mean that bike had i mean it was a tuned bike too stock they come like 208 yeah yeah. Yeah, stock they come like 208 yeah and um i mean he had a tuned ducati so it's probably over 300 or something Mm, probably not that much but i like i'm completely no idea 230 i'd guess here's the thing 230 on though on a bike yeah is unheard of like yeah. 300 horsepower in a car is like pretty good yeah. for a light car yeah 200 horsepower in a bike is uh-huh. like the equivalent of like a thousand horsepower yeah. in a car yeah no i probably yeah maybe more do you remember my um my uh subaru wrx yes i do that 270 yeah and that thing was and that thing was fun fast. yeah it was thing so is fast. fun it was sick yeah so imagine that on, in something that literally is a fifth of the size. Yeah. And most of the weight is from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You weigh half the weight yeah, of the bike. Yeah, exactly. Dang, so, man. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Dude, we've lost a couple good ones, honestly, this yeah. the past like three years. Carlin Dunn, mm-hmm. big one. Um, Ken Block, Rip. So rip sad. Ken Block, dude. I didn't realize he had died here in Utah. Dude, yeah, snowmobiling. Like something super... It's always something like that, you know? Yeah. He's Where like, like they're doing something crazy for their career yeah. and then like... Mm-hmm. off shooting they're just mm-hmm. yeah, snowmobiling okay well that's yeah. yeah i mean snowmobiling well i mean utah this year has been getting more snow than they've seen in 10 years 20 years maybe and that's so true. i think just the conditions were so intense and you know it's not mm-hmm. not something you see all the time so um yeah you gotta be careful out there for sure man snowmobiling sick though well dang man thanks for giving me the rundown on bikes yeah dude anytime. i do want to continue talking about that but yeah. probably after the pod yeah we could talk about it anytime yeah dude you became a closet designer though for a minute there, dude. I did, yeah. I so you left, closets. you left Tefra or Traverse. Uh-huh. You went, I don't even remember where, and then left and did closet designing. Dude, I I took a hiatus from just working. Oh, so it was Traverse yeah. Gap. Yeah, closet tra- designing. Traverse Gap for a f- 
few months because it was a trickle mm-hmm. out of traverse and then um yeah and then i found this job selling closets custom cabinetry mm-hmm. so we would do like offices garages um closets was their main thing and then we do like pantries and like a like built-ins and like living rooms and stuff just a bunch of odds and ends but if you needed any like custom cabinetry um we were kind of like the number one company in utah um as far as like uh they're probably more budget friendly it wasn't like custom mm-hmm. as far as like you know people go a little bit harder and like their kitchens and stuff with like wood but um i mean for the uh for the price it was pretty good but yeah basically what i do is i go to people's houses um on warm leads and then i would just discuss like their kind of their ideas of what they were on and get built yeah and then i had a cad program that i used that i would like design that uh design whatever they were wanting and then um try to work the design with their budget and then just sell it so kind of it was like my first entry level sales job um I wanted to do it not because, uh, I mean, I didn't really make any money doing it, but I wanted to learn about sales Yeah. because I think uh, sales are important. So sales are important to make money, I think, whether you're selling yourself, um, selling a business, selling an idea, selling, you know, anything. I think everyone should be kind of kind of know a little bit about sales or how it works and stuff. Yeah, at least dabble. Yeah, at least yeah. dabble in it. So I wanted to dabble in it. And, uh, yeah, it was all right. It was fun. I did that here in Utah for about, I think it was about a year. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Virginia to go do it because my oldest brother, Christian, yeah, was, yeah. he's doing an internship in, in, uh, Virginia. Um, he was working for a nonprofit okay. called the connected foundation. And they, um, they helped, uh, people, kids who, uh, would otherwise not have like the means of like learning um, technology skills to have that. And uh, they did a bunch of other stuff too, but pretty cool. So I went out there and I lived with him, got to learn a little bit more about the nonprofit, learned a little bit about NFTs, NFT communities. Um, This one NFT community called Disco Solaris. Okay. It's on the um, Cardano blockchain. It's pretty cool. So I learned a little bit about that. Um, that was kind of like my main focus and then kind of closets were on the back burner. Okay. But yeah, dude, Virginia was crazy. I'd never been to the East coast before. So how, um, well, so you learn more about NFTs. It's such a hard, weird thing for people to grasp what an NFT is. Yeah. Give me a little bit of a rundown. Well, dude, it's, it's crazy. Cause I, I mean, I went and did that and I, I thought I learned a lot, but dude, it, the community is always ever changing. Like it's, it's so it almost seems like uh, if you don't know how to code or if you're not like really connected with that side of the of technology, it's a little bit harder to like kind of understand. Yeah. But I mean, the people who do understand are the youth, like you know, kids that are younger than me can grasp the ideas. I feel like a lot easier because it just makes sense. For sure. They just are raised with technology, and then the people who are like developers and like who are actually in it. Um, I went out there cause I just, I know that there's going to be, it, there, I know that there's going to be a future in it. Yeah. So I want to learn about it, but yeah, I mean, I think they are building, again, the only reason an entity has value is the community behind it. So like, um, what, what kind of NFTs have you heard about? So me what personally, I dabbled in top shot for a minute and be a top shot. Okay. I just wanted to see what it was like. You yeah, know, yeah. Maybe luck out or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of just like NFT basketball trading cards or whatever. Yeah. You buy like highlights of yeah. things. Um, so essentially I, what I know about it is it's like a specific serialized thing, yeah. asset mm-hmm. on the internet that you can like buy and sell and essentially like mm-hmm. any, owning an item or something that has yeah. value in the real world, but it's digital. Yeah. It's like owning a, a like a, like a specific um, sequence of uh, pixels or or information um, that you own yeah. on the internet and right. cannot be uh, cannot be taken from you. Yeah. How does so the blockchain? From what I understand, things like Ethereal, Ethereum, and and Cardano and stuff like that. Essentially, mm-hmm. they're just tracking these things. They're tracking the. They're marketplaces. They're marketplaces. So they're they're areas where you can go find. Um, Find, I mean, it, it's basically like a marketplace, so you can do trading. It, it's it's kind of like um, a universal currency that um, 
that people are are going to to do business. So um, if you think about it like a business marketplace, like you think about KSL, not only is it KSL, but it's KSL bucks too. Like imagine I have to go buy this dirt bike instead of like, I'm just going to go buy this dirt bike. I bought this dirt bike with cash, right? Yeah. I used the US dollar. It's like, oh, I found this thing on Cardano, which is like an NFT that I think is super cool. And it's an asset, like it's going up in value because the community around it is building more tools that are attracting more people and people are like getting, they're making games, they're making music videos, they're getting, like, they're yeah. making shit. They're just doing stuff that people like and it's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to buy one of their assets, which is like basically a character or a, or a, like an entity within that community. So yeah. I can also take place in that marketplace. For sure. So some of them, they, you know, they, they work differently. Um, the one I was into, Disco Solaris, you had a piece of ownership in it by buying one of their NFTs. And once you buy one of their NFTs, it kind of opens you up to be in that marketplace and to be in that space of business yeah. and to bring in your own ideas, bring in your own lore. You can make up your own stories with your character, kind of do your own things. Oh, it's like so, you're buying an intellectual property almost. Yeah. Basically, buy, and you can make you can make things out of your property. Yeah, you can make stories. You can make uh, merchandise because you own the rights to all the stuff in it. So it's 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 pretty cool stuff. Damn. But yeah, I mean, that's, so complicated. That's my though. small knowledge of of uh, NFTs. And you still stuff. know probably ninety percent more than any <laughs> other person. Any other yeah, average I mean, person knows. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I might know more than uh, than the average, but it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a hole that you kind of have to go down into and like really think about. And the other thing is like I'm not I've never been like a big uh, tech guy. Like I've never been super into technology. Yeah, granted, like if I have time to go do stuff, I, I go on my dirt bike rather than like go look at NFTs. <laughs> that makes that sense. That I could trade, you know. You're definitely more of a live in the real world type of person. Yeah, and, you've always and, been and, that way, though. Yeah, and that's kind of like one of the things that I know that there's going to be money and, and and things to to do within that space, and I think that's all awesome and well for the people in that. And I kind of want to monitor that, monitor that. But at the same time, I'm not trying to spend all my time like monitoring. Like it's almost like trading, like yeah. day trading. It's like, dude, you have to be like so into the scene. It's because it's like an art scene, basically. Yeah, you got to be really involved. You have to be like way into the art scene. And if you're not super into it, then it's not that fun, right? Yeah. But like I could go trade an NFT or I could go trade a dirt bike. Like I go buy a dirt bike and hold on to it and maybe flip it or That's true. sell for the same amount. Sometimes that happens, yeah. especially with a, an asset like a dirt bike. Yeah. But hey, you normally buy like pretty sought after bikes. Yeah, I try to. I try to buy bikes that I will hold their value or increase in value. That makes sense. All my bikes have held value. You're a smart man. You know that? Oh, I always you. thought about this. appreciate that. I just... Thank you, Carter. You're going to make me have a boner. As you do. this podcast? Uh, she's listened to a couple episodes, but... Sorry, Mom. <laughs> but does I your don't mom think... remember me? You think? Yeah, she totally does. Oh. Did you think she remembers me from second grade or no? No, probably not. I remember your mom walking you into the um, museum on my on my uh, second birthday. Yeah, well, my second grade birthday. Second however grade old birthday. you are then, eight or nine or something yeah, like that. Something yeah, something like that. I mean, I was young. It was like right when I moved here. Yeah, I invited right. Carter to my second grade birthday party at the museum. It was a good time. We balled out, dude. It was a good time. We had a good time. It was great. You remember making those fossils? Yeah. Yeah. They're you great. got to keep one. There's a little dinosaur in the yeah. in the putty egg. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Do you remember when they were like putting that slime in the water? Yeah. And it like crystallized? Yeah. And we could play with it after? That's dude, good stuff, that man. That shit blew my mind. Yeah. What a like, good thing for for young bo- young boys and yeah. girls to do, you know? Yeah, what I mean? dude. What are do kids they still doing do these that? days? I don't know, they're probably on iPads or something nowadays. Uh, iPads. Dude, <sighs> I'm you going to give your kid an iPad? I don't we're going to probably avoid it. But at the same time, like we might have one for like road yeah. trips or something, but then yeah. just like only take it out for road trips. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a mess. It's something yeah. you got like you almost can't avoid, but you also can't. You know yeah. What I mean? Well, it's almost becoming like if you're not like if your kid doesn't have an iPad, is he gonna be the weird kid? Yeah, exactly. Is he gonna be the weirdo? Yeah, I don't think. Do you so. remember like those kids like in high school? Like, oh yeah, your parent like my mom won't let me give me a phone until I'm eighteen. Yeah. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? And then they miss out on a bunch of shit. Yeah. 
didn't yeah. have Instagram till yeah. they were 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are they? Yeah. Who are they even? We didn't even, we didn't even actually know those kids. When did you get Instagram? How uh, old were you when you I got Instagram? I would have probably been in middle school. Middle school? Yeah. Mm. That would have been I think I was 12, in middle 13. school too. It was a, yeah, it was a thing. Dude, and, and like, it was, I remember getting it and being like, this is stupid, but I should just do this because this is what. This is the, the girls future. that I think are cool are doing. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was, we were in the same friend group. You know? Yeah. And it yeah. was like the girls who were like, oh, did you see, have you been on Instagram? And I'm like, what the hell is Instagram? Yeah. yeah and I remember it. Liz Evanson explaining to me what Instagram was. Really? Oh, yeah. In like 20... Wasn't like 2012? 2012, yeah. It would have been like 2011, 2012. That's so nuts, man. Explaining it to me. And being like, like, I was, check and it out. I'd be like, what is that? And then I got it because I was like, oh, they're cool. Now I'm curious. I'm going to go back and see when my first post was. Oh, do it. Because it would have been, I may have deleted, deleted some sense. Does. Yeah. No, I can't. I don't think I've deleted many though. It's it's now like a social, uh, it's like a social currency. Yeah, it kind of is. Knowing like a social you. credit score. Your Instagram. That's true. How How is your Instagram looking? September 6th, 2012 was my first one. It was It was a picture of Logan's shirt. He had a bear that said free hugs at the time. Dude, I remember that shirt. Yeah. That's a good Holy shirt. Holy wow. That's totally a guy in a bear suit. Didn't think about that until just now. No, that's a guy in a bear suit. For sure. Not even a question. Let me see. Look at it. Ladies and gentlemen. For anybody, you know, get on Instagram, look at my first post, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. September 6th. One comment. Who commented? Who was it? It's you. <laughs> I commented? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> Logan Wilson shirt. Her told Matt to give him credit. Ha ha ha! Exclamation point. Oh, he told me to give him credit. That's probably what it was. Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh. That's probably why I commented because he wanted credit. Logan, that rat bastard. He's getting married. Dude, I know. Isn't that insane? Yeah, I've only ever talked to her twice. In June, right? Something like or that. Or something like yeah. that. Isn't his birthday in June? Yeah, June ninth. June. His birthday is June ninth. Yeah. Is he getting married on June ninth? Drake's getting married on June 9th. Drake's getting married on June 9th? Pretty damn sure. Really? Yeah. In Italy, though. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, he is. What a bastard. Yeah, what a rat bastard. Love Drake, though. Go check out his episode, episode three. One what of did the you only and Drake talk about? Unedited episodes. It's um, We talked about some interesting things. We yeah. talked about... Um, I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah, a little bit. I, I want to get into it on the pod. He, I, we talked a lot about Charbo. I wanted to know more about what that was. What's Charbo? <laughs> that's his that like is. outdoor gear brand. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. his brand yeah, yeah, i know what that is um we talked about his table when he made his table yeah um a little he's bit been about crypto cool stuff. yeah he's been making some sweet yeah. stuff do you see his dog vest yeah thing his today? dog vest that he made today yeah that yeah. thing is awesome yeah or yesterday i can't remember uh, yeah one of no he was telling me about it it's super cool yeah. i'm really stoked for that product like he's yeah he's prototyping some cool stuff he's gonna come out with some amazing products yeah for man sure. his like overalls his work overalls or whatever they oh yeah those and were he, sweet he was working with the company who was uh they built tents and they um yeah uh, he was using like off cuts and like spring and, bar like, tents yeah ec- yeah extra stuff to to make some pretty cool clothing every i remember he would wear and everywhere we went people were like yo dude that shit's so cool yeah he's like well might be coming to the store soon he's got a lot of potential in that oh field. yeah no, like he's, that's he's got built for potential. him yeah he he's knows. got mad potential <laughs> mad potential yeah, bro he, he could do anything we could all do anything yeah that's true i'm doing this podcast dude this podcast is sick i give you mad respect for Thank popping you. on the podcast i feel like i feel like this is my calling you know what i mean yeah. like, i'm supposed to be doing this you're good so. at it well, you uh, you were a closet designer for a minute. You moved away from that, but you were in the east. Co- you were on the east coast for a while. Mm-hmm. What do I need to know about Virginia, dude? And like, what to do? Like, if I'm, I can't even come up with words right now. I'm so stoked about it. I'm going to Virginia on vacation. What do I got to do? No. Oh. What are my things, dude? Honestly, so I lived there and I never went to DC. I never went. How close I mean, were you I, to DC? Uh, like two hours with traffic. Okay depending on traffic you're not a big city guy though no i'm not and i'm not a big government guy i'll tell you that right now <laughs> not a big government guy and i was not about to go into the to the uh the devil's house yeah it was crazy i mean i kind of went around it i went to the um the aerospace museum oh it's really really cool i got to see like all the uh space shuttle a bunch of rockets missiles planes 
all that stuff. The SR-72 Blackbird was super cool. Well, and you're um, trying to be a pilot, right? So you were... Yeah, I've I, I, uh, graduated at UVU with Associates in Aviation. There um, you go. Yeah, I love planes. My grandpa worked for Boeing. He worked on... Um, don't know what he worked on. This college projects. Yeah, he worked on some projects with Boeing. Um, but yeah, super cool. Yeah, so my, I imagine that was kind of, you know... Yeah, you I, were stoked to go to the aerospace thing because yeah, of the fact that you were yeah. kind of dabbling in that field as, uh-huh. it, as it is. Well, for me, like the reason I kind of I, I started getting into like the idea of aviation um, is, yeah, my grandpa worked at Boeing for a really long time, and it was always kind of mysterious. Like he never talked about work; no one really knew what he did. He has all these awards from working on the Apollo missions. Never talked about him. Really? Yeah. And uh, is he still I, around? No, he passed away when I was um, young, when I was like six. So Dang. I never really got to know him that well. You yeah. would have found out a lot of cool stories, yeah. I imagine. I don't think so, actually. I think he was pretty tight-lipped because my um, uncle, his son, yeah. my um, dad's brother, also works at Boeing. Oh, really? Yeah. And you can't find out very much. He I imagine there's a lot of shit. government contracts. No, he won't tell us anything. Lock and key. Yeah, no, Uncle Kyle is pretty secretive about what he does. <sighs> Kyle, yeah, spill who the knows? beans, please. Dude, come spill on, the beans. Come, come on, on come forward. Unoriginal. It's funny. Boeing loves hiring Mormons. Really? Oh, yeah. I wonder why sure. that is. Oh, I know why it is. Because they won't tell. Uh, that, they know yeah. how to keep a secret. <laughs> That's true. That makes <laughs> yeah. sense. No, they're really good at the it. The FBI also hires a lot of Mormons. Yeah, they do. And the CIA. And the CIA. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, no, it's a it's a big thing. There's actually a um, the Iring Institute of Research and Technology in mm-hmm. Northern Salt Lake. It's a cherry picking um, area. Yeah, for really. Government. Yeah, they just like that's where they go to find their government gets its grubby little oh, hands. Mechanical on the engineers, there. nuclear engineers, a bunch of engineers that are just working on crazy stuff, no and the government way. comes in and is like, you guys want to come work with us? <laughs> and they go, yes, sir. Sir, and yes, they sir. Go make a ton of money. Yeah. Dang, that's super interesting. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Dang, man. So the Aerospace Museum is something I got to go see. Something you got to go see. Um, I was living in Richmond, which okay. was the first capital yeah. of the nation of America. <laughs> it's really, really cool, dude. Um, it's currently the capital of Virginia. It is. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the capital of Virginia because um, DC's got its own weird thing going yeah, on. Yeah, now that it's its own. Um, dude, Richmond's super cool. There, like, I mean, I've never seen culture uh, like Black culture before. I've grown up in Utah like my whole life. I was born in California, but I moved here when I was young. Palmdale, shouts yeah. out to Palmdale, shouts California. Shouts out to Palmdale, California, Afro man. It's pretty. It's pretty, pretty awful. <laughs> it's a, it's a if you like dirt live. biking in the desert, it's awesome. Oh yeah, but, uh, Palmdale has its place. Yeah, Let's say it's that. Got its time and place. Um, but yeah, dude. I like being exposed to black culture is something I've never really um, been uh, around. So that was really cool. I mean, I met a ton of really cool people, Um, uh, a lot of cool artists, dudes making cool stuff. My buddy Laszlo uh, making cool leather. Uh, My buddy Mark is freaking really good welder. He's an artist. He's actually in New York now. But, I mean, all all around, I mean, Virginia has a bunch of cool history that, like, I literally – have never even been exposed to before going out there. Like, um, just the whole state of the Confederacy, like the Confederacy was the biggest, like the Confederacy and the union the Confederacy was, should have won like yeah. by, by a long shot. Like they were the biggest, they had the most money, they had the most resources. Like statistically, they statistically should have won. Yeah, they yeah. Should have won. And not that statistically, you wanted them to win. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I wanted them to win, but like, just wanted to clarify that. Well, also the winner's, change history so yeah like, that is true they do get to do that yeah um it's it's crazy though like going down there there's a museum called the vmfa that i lived um two blocks away from mm-hmm. and um i don't know if you know like you know about the art scene there's like a bunch of tax you know write-offs for yeah. a bunch of lot really of money really laundering. rich people they can buy art donate it so that was i mean there's old money there in richmond virginia so there's a lot of that going on in that museum and there was um i don't know if you know about the mellon family Mm -mm. oh mellon family they've been been in government they've been in big old money for a long time but um like a lot of like uh christopher mellon he's in like the uh cia and he's um he's like working on all those ufo projects interesting yeah he's like uh he's like on the on the up and up when, with releasing some of that stuff but he's been in the government for a long time but his father or grandfather i don't know who um paul mellon 
like donated a ton of money to build a wing of this VMFA museum. And you go in there and there's like jewelry and like paintings and like all this shit from all over the world. Like, like millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of shit. And it's just like donated. He's like not even donated. He's like letting the museum borrow it (laughs) for like an extended period of time. Yeah. yeah. And he just gets to like write all that money off. That's so crazy. And like, dude, like the, like crown jewels. Like I can't even explain to you the, like imagine like a crystal obelisk. Yeah. But like, um, almost covered in gold with like, um, diamonds in like in embedded in the gold and then having like all these weird ge- geometrical shapes it, it almost looks something it almost looked like something out of uh like an egyptian history like i don't know dude like an artifact yeah like and there's like hundreds somewhere of them in there yeah are you serious dude yes can we go we can go. Let's I would go. go back, dude. And there's like 45 Picassos in this place. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm just walking around Picasso, Picasso, Picasso. Is this the same melon of like Carnegie Melon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That family. Dang. Yeah, dude. And there's like a bust of him there. He's like standing there in front of like one really? of the paintings. Yeah. And there's a there's like a bust of him. There's like photos of him. Yeah. All over the place. He's like a big deal. And that's like only one of the dudes that's there. And there's like a bunch of other families that have like also got on on this. So these are like the billionaires that these are the to guys that on the richest man list. These are the guys that ditched, um, they they ditched Ulysses S. Grant and took the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not really down for the slavery thing either, and took the money and yeah, like yeah. built the you know bought everything and they took advantage of the opportunity. And, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. It's crazy interesting yeah really but interesting. i mean virginia is a i mean it's a government state it's really? quite literally a government state yeah how how many people would you say wor- that live in virginia work for the u.s government 85 percent. are you serious i'm not even kidding oh my god like literally 85 percent. they either work for like the public service like they were um like worked in the jails they worked in like the juvenile de- detention centers they work for the banks like no but way. the banks are owned by the state of virginia yeah they work for the virginia lottery they work for oh the, like all the different government bureaus that are there like all of them are based there like the dmv like department yeah, for yeah. the whole entire country was in richmond like down the street oh my like when gosh. i went to the dmv i went to like the dmv, the DMV. Yeah. oh yeah so what you're telling me is that all of our federal tax dollars are going to support Virginia? You do kind of, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Virginia has its own Virginia Federal Reserve. Are like you they have their own like Virginia State Reserve, and it's like a massive building. It's 40 stories tall. No and way. And it's deeper than it is tall. It what? goes down like 50 or 60 stories, and it's like where Virginia keeps all of its money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's like all this other weird shit that goes on. I mean, Virginia, like that part of Virginia, like Richmond is like one of the oldest parts of the country. Oh yeah. So, I mean, th- things have been going on there for literally like 200 years. Yeah. Or and, more. and like, like on my street, my house, the house that I was living in was built in 1908. Yeah. It's like over a hundred years old. Oh, yeah. I'd go outside on my, on like my, the street that I lived on. I'd walk it up and down the street and there's like gas lamps. No like way. Like up. still? Yeah, like gas lamps lit up. <laughs> like there's artifacts from like history that I'm like, wait, why don't we still do this? Like, yeah. It's so interesting. Richmond, Virginia. This is like a lot of the stuff I learned from like the guys that I met out there. Um, cause this they is why we needed history. Jamie. Yeah, dude. Okay. So we could fact check all this shit. Yeah. Give us more information. I'm not saying to fact check it, but necessarily like, but to look up some yeah, of Yeah, to cool look up some of this stuff. Virginia was the first city in America to have electric um, trams, like or electric trolleys. No way. Yeah. In so Richmond? They were like an electrified city. They were the first electrified city in America. No way. Oh, yeah, dude. That's kind of cool. It was the capital of the nation. Like, like it was the cap, like not DC was the capital. It was Richmond, Virginia interesting yeah like the capital of the confederacy was in richmond i went to a there's a um cemetery there that has like five dead u.s presidents no way all the founding fathers were from virginia all of them yeah that's yeah i went to like plantations that um that yeah like george washington lived on i mean 
Ben Franklin, like all these dudes. So a lot of what to do in Virginia sounds like you're going through history. You're traveling back through. Oh, you're going back in time, bro. That's interesting. Yeah. No, it's super cool. And then Charlottesville that has like Monticello and like all the, or Monticello. I don't know how to fucking say it. We say it differently here in Utah for sure. So I don't don't even know anyone. I'm not from there. Dang, that's super crazy. Yeah, there's plantations all over the place. (laughs) And they still have slave. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And there's, there's just slaves out there all day long. (laughs) <laughs> oh man we're kidding everybody yeah, we're no, kidding there's no more slaves yeah not in the united states at least i mean yeah can't say the same for china no that's something else we can get into the slaves time. in the slaves in um america just don't know they're slaves mm-hmm. that's true yeah, yeah. we're slaves they just get they just get paid minimum wage wink wink exactly <laughs> they're not slaves they get paid 725 an hour what are you yeah. talking about it's federally mandated they can go do whatever they want exactly they have a freedom. Yeah, they can go do whatever they want within their seven twenty-five dollar an hour means. Dude, it's bad, man. It's real bad. Yeah. Dang, man. Well, it's good to know. I'm glad we learned more about Virginia. Yeah, dude. It's really cool. I, I'd recommend it. Let's uh, let's go. Let's take a trip sometime. Show dude, me around. I'd be down. I want to. Yeah, that'd be super cool. I Last, mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's for so sure. Beautiful. Last thing I want to touch on. Okay. I saw you went on a little winter. Uh, can't tell if it was a camp out. You stayed in someone's cabin or something like that. You recently. <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time in the snow. Dude, I have been. I love the snow. What are love your plans? What have you done so far this winter? And what are your plans for the rest of this winter? Well. To stay active. Stay out. Yeah. I mean, in the winter, I, I so I ride the motorcycles in the summer. And then in the winter, I, I, I ski. And I just started skiing. So You were snowboarding I, before that, though. I snowboarded since I was eight. Last season, I switched and I bought skis. Okay. Um, Why'd you switch? Um, just kind of change it up. I kind of was getting bored with snowboarding. I got, I got hurt a lot snowboarding Mm. and I was just kind of getting sick of it overall. And so I want to change it up. I want to try something new. So I got some skis and, um, I thought it'd be a little bit more fun because I want to get into touring and go like backcountry skiing and stuff. And so, um, I I mean, you can still backcountry, you can go in the backcountry and tour like with a split board and snowboard, but I just wanted to learn how to ski. So. I changed it up last last year, and I started. I've been skiing this year, but the trips that you're referring to was uh, one of them. I went to Lava Hot Springs. Dude, I'm going not this weekend, but next weekend. Oh hell yeah, dude! It's so fun. You have to let me know on what we should do while we're up there. It's oh, only dude. one day. We're going oh, one I mean, day. you could just soak. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what. If you got one day, I would just soak. I mean, there's not like a ton to do. I mean, there's that main town. There's a cool bar there. You can go yeah. to the bar. We were probably going to go dabble some more, but we just kind of, it was a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. We literally decided two days ago. Yeah, we'll go. That's, I mean, so, that's why lava is perfect. It's two hours away. I mean, there's, there's days I've gone to lava. I had no idea I was going until like I went, you yeah. know, but that's why lava is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I went to lava and then I just barely went to Lake Tahoe to go skiing. Just super fun. That was Tahoe. Dude, it was so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So the first day we got there, I mean, I drove literally all night after I got off work at seven or mm-hmm. six and we got on the road at like eight thirty. Yeah. Got there at four AM in the morning. Jeez. Slept for three hours. Woke yeah. up, went skiing, got a half day in, and then came home, went to bed super early. Try to go again on Saturday, and we were eight miles away from the resort that we were going to, and it was a two-hour drive. Are you serious? Yeah, so we said, fuck that, and we went to this <laughs> other lake, not Lake Tahoe, another lake. A different lake. A different lake. Lake Minor Tahoe. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, we drove around it. The road ended because there was no plow service. We kept going on the road and just, like, took our skis, and there was, like, along this road, I mean, it was just, like, there's a little um, path that people have been walking to because you walk down to the water, but it's basically just a road that hasn't been plowed. Yeah. And then on the right side of the road, there's like all these cliffs and trees and stuff. So we would just hike up with our skis and snowboards into the trees and then like hit these features, like these cliffs, these trees and all this other stuff. So we had a really good time. It was, it was a ton of fun. It was just a quick uh, weekender trip, but it looked fun. You guys were playing around a bunch yeah dude we had a good time it was me dryden ellie dryden's little sister and then a bunch of her friends oh that makes sense that's cool yeah it's a good time dang man dryden's a good dude dude he is a good dude yeah you should get dryden on the podcast we'll yeah it'd be fun or to uh, see what you guys talk about i'd listen to that podcast for sure yeah yeah it'd be good it's one. funny because i don't talk to dryden a whole lot that's why it'd be awesome and that's why i think it would be pretty interesting. yeah no it would be it'd be super interesting yeah yeah, Dryden's a fun guy to talk to. He's he's got some good ideas. 
man, I like Dryden a lot. He's always been like a good. He's always been a good friend. Yeah, dude. So, no. Yeah, he's good been old flippy D. Good old flippy D, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What a good he's guy. So funny. Do you have any other winter activities planned? Are you going on any campouts? Um, do anything like that? I do. Not right now, honestly. Really? I don't. No, you're I just, a very spur of the moment person, though. Yeah. Like you'll you'll drop everything and go. Yeah, I kind of just um, I'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I just bought this bike, so I really want to go ride it. That's so true. So I think this weekend I might be going down to St. George. And uh, if I ever go to St. George, I want to go climb too. So I'll probably take some crash pads, go bouldering, and then go mm-hmm. ride the bikes with the boys. Where do you normally Where do you normally go climbing when you're out there? I go to. Um, it's called Moe's Valley. Okay. Um, it's a bouldering area out there in, in St. George. It's got amazing sandstone. Uh, depending on the season, if it's uh, raining, like sometimes in winter, if you go and it's been raining a lot, it's not recommended you climb on those holds. Not as good. Uh, it's just uh, it's sandstone? Be- yeah, it's sandstone. Yeah, that so makes sense. When it's wet, want. it can become yeah. brittle, and people have climbed after the rock hasn't dried out, and it'll break the rock. So yeah. you don't want to. You don't want to make any whole uh, climbs harder than they have to be, right? Yeah, that makes sense. You don't yeah. want to ruin the landscape. No, no, not at all. So that's kind of what I'm planning. That's like my next trip trip I have planned. But I also just want to go on another ski trip. So I might be going like Jackson Hole. Oh, that'll be fun. For my birthday, which is in two weeks from today. It's coming up. Two, less than two weeks now. Yeah. Two weeks from yesterday. So coming up. Dude, I'm so sorry. I spit off Logan's birthday off the top of my head. Your birthday's February 6th. Sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh, seventh. <laughs> that was that really was so close. Good. You got good memory. I knew that it was like right in there. Yeah. But dude, there's sometimes I just cannot remember for the life of me people's yeah. birthdays. I cannot remember your. I think it's in October. It is in October. October twenty third. So that was really close too. Fuck. What is it? Twenty first. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, that was tough though. Whose is the twenty third? Dryden's is the twenty fifth, right? Dryden's. Something? I think Dryden's is. Is it earlier or sooner? No, it's something later. Isn't remember. Sawyer's birthday the same as mine, though? Me and Allerton have the same birthday. Sawyer. I think his No, it's Adam. Me and Adam have the same birthday. I don't know when Sawyer's birthday is. Yeah. No, me and Adam Jensen have the same birthday. Good time, man. Dude, good time. Hey, thanks for, for sure. coming on. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. been awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. knew that this was going to be a good conversation. Yeah, Not it was good, good catching up with you. I mean, just good... Uh, good a little bit of conversation going. I've never had someone just, like, ask me how my life is. Yeah, it's Colby really said nice. the same thing. Colby yeah. was like, I've never talked this much. He's like, I've only, the last two times I've talked this much were when I was on the Adderall. I was like, <laughs> sounds about right. So, oh, that's it sounds about right, though. Yeah. All right, well, well cool. thanks for coming on. Oh, I'll have course. to do this again sometime. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. See you, listeners.